Peter came and said to Jesus, Lord, if another member of the church sins against me, how often should I forgive? As many as seven times? Jesus said to him, not seven times, but I tell you, 77 times. For this reason, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his slaves. When he began the reckoning, one who owed him 10,000 talents was brought to him. And as he could not pay, his Lord ordered him to be sold together with his wife and children and all his possessions and payment to be made. So the slave fell on his knees before him saying, have patience with me and I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the Lord of that slave released him and forgave him the debt. But that same slave, as he went out, came upon one of his fellow slaves who owed him a hundred denarii. And seizing him by the throat, he said, pay what you owe. Then his fellow slave fell down and pleaded with him, have patience with me and I will pay you. But he refused and he went and threw him in prison until he would pay the debt. When his fellow slaves saw what had happened, they were greatly distressed and they went and reported to their Lord all that had taken place. Then his Lord summoned him and said to him, you wicked slave, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. Should you not have had mercy on your fellow slave, slave as I had mercy on you? And in anger, his Lord handed him over to be tortured until he would pay his entire debt. So my heavenly father will also do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother or sister from your heart. The gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and our Savior Jesus who is the living Christ. Let us bow our heads for a word of prayer. Good and gracious God, we give you thanks for this day, for the many gifts that you have given to us, and for the gift of your Son. Help us to live our lives in grace, that we may forgive those around us. This we ask in your holy and your precious name. Amen. Forgiveness is probably one of the hardest things that we can do. It really is. Especially if we take forgiveness seriously. Now, if we just want to utter the words and have no meaning behind it, that's just a simple phrase, right? I forgive you. But we are called today in our text to forgive and to forgive not just with our mouths, but with our hearts. We, do we have anybody here? We asked this question last week, I think, or two weeks ago, that carries a grudge. <laughs> I have family. I have family who, like 12 years later, would see someone and say, well, 12 years ago they did this. And I'm like, but that was 12 years ago. Or how about the story of Joseph? 
you know, let's, if we go back a little further, we have Joseph, and you know, Joseph was Jacob's favorite. He had the coat of um, many colors, and his brothers were jealous of him, and they conspired and threw him into a well and sold him into slavery and told Jacob that Joseph had been killed by the lions. And as it would happen, what happened? You know, there was a big famine and they go to Egypt where there was lots of food and all of a sudden they realize that Joseph had this position of power and authority that he had not just been a slave somewhere and they were sort of afraid and Joseph recognized them. And, and you know, our gospel today where Joseph does forgive his brothers, you know, based on, you know, because God had put him here. But what happens at that point? It looks like they're going, Joseph's going to give them everything they need and forgive them, but he puts a golden cup in young Benjamin's sack, right? And calls him a thief just to test them. To test to see if his brothers really had had a change of heart. That doesn't sound like the kind of forgiveness we're talking about where we test you first, does it? Or, and, and, our, and the disciples would have known the story of Joseph. The disciples would have known the psalmist and they would have known that God was slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. And so Jesus tells them a story that is just absolutely almost impossible to imagine. There was a slave and he owed his master, he owed the Lord more money than all of us put together. And he begged and pleaded and was forgiven the debt. And then when he came across a fellow slave that only owed him a few dollars in comparison, he threw him into jail. So where was his forgiveness? Where was his forgiveness and where did he carry out his life in that world of forgiveness? And what did the owner do? He sent him in and had him tortured until he would repay. You see, you and I are called to be children of God who go out and to forgive and and we can forgive because first we know that God sent Jesus to die on the cross for us. And because Jesus died on the cross and God raised him from the dead, we have that promise of new life and our sins have been wiped clean. Our sins have been taken away. And we are forgiven. Yet we're human, aren't we? And... and as Luther would say, we, you know, every morning when I get up, I sin until I go to bed. And, and we're people of God who sin, and, and yet we are continued to be forgiven. But how do we then go and forgive others? And so I would have us look at maybe one of the most important parts of who we are as Christian people. And it's called the Lord's Prayer. Now, at this point, this is when I like that other version of the Lord's Prayer that we don't like necessarily, you know, where the words are changed. 
Because the fifth petition of the Lord's Prayer says what? Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And when I teach the Lord's Prayer, I remind everybody that that is by far the hardest petition in the Lord's Prayer. Because what are we asking God to do? To forgive us as we have forgiven others. And I don't know about you, but my track record's not very good. And I know yours isn't either because we're human. I'll try to keep, I'll try to not put anybody under the bus here or any company, but we recently changed TV services and I think I got duped. (laughs) And I'm not happy. But do I forgive the company? Do I forgive the salesman that maybe twisted the story just a little bit? (laughs) But isn't that what God calls us to do? In the midst of our own anger, in the midst of all the things that happen, to say, we're going to forgive just as we want God to forgive us. Like I said, forgiveness is not an easy task because it takes us down this path where we have to be willing to, as someone said, forgive and forget. And that's the part we have problem with, isn't it? The forgetting part. But forgiveness isn't forgiveness unless we are willing to let it go. And not worry about what has happened in the past. And yes, I know we have all those sayings that are out there, you know, fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, shame on shame on you, fool me, shame, you know, however that goes. You know that saying. <laughs> I, you know, there's a game that I always mess up that you have to have these sayings, and I always mess those sayings up. But you know what I mean, right? And so we have all those things that are out there and that we say them, and it's how we sort of live our lives. But really the reality is what? It's not what God has called us to do. And so, this morning I'm encouraging you to take a deep look inside and ask yourself who it is that you need to forgive. I do not know what those answers would be. I do not know who. It might be a family, it might be friends, it might be co-workers. You know. I do know one person that you need to forgive, yourself. And that may be the hardest person to forgive, isn't it, yourself? But I I ask you to look inside and think about who those persons or people or things or entities might be. And ask yourself and ask God to guide you as you go and ask for forgiveness or where you go and forgive that person for something that they have done in your life. And then most importantly, let it go. Turn it over and let the, and let the promise of God's love take control and charge and go that direction. Because that is what we have been called to do. 
And then as you go about your daily life, remember that gift of God's love in your life where you have been forgiven because of Jesus, his death, his resurrection. And when you say the Lord's Prayer and you get to that fifth petition, remember that those words where you're saying, forgive me, Lord, as I have forgiven others. And take that time to forgive. Because you see, we can't, as I was talking with the kids, we can't keep track of 490 times or 77 times how many times I've forgiven each person, right? The, 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 the reality is what? That you forgive and you continue to forgive and you let the promise of God live in and through us. So let's go forth in the name of God today. Let's go forth and forgive one another and forgive those in our those who are in our life and rejoice in the promise that as Paul says in in Corinthians in 2 Corinthians we are new creations. The old is gone the new has come. And in that and in that forgiveness what does what has God given us that Paul says the ministry of reconciliation. So let's reconcile ourselves in the name and the promise of the living God. Amen.